welcome back to the Rise and Align podcast, where we talk about all things high vibrational. We are your hosts. My name is Haley. And my name is Demi. And today we're going to talk about natural ways to boost your immunity. So these are things that we use every day, all the time, just to stay as healthy as possible and feel our best, but also ways that you can heal yourself when you are feeling under the weather. So we're just going to mention different things that we use on a regular basis and what we use them for and what benefits that they might have for you. And the really wonderful part about using homeopathic medicine is that there aren't harmful side effects for your body. You're not going to have to worry about all of the things that they mention on every commercial. So, you know, our disclaimer is that we are not doctors. Um, We're just sharing, you know, what we use ourselves and what benefits that we have experienced from the things that we consume. Yeah. Um, I feel like the more that I have gotten into spirituality and energy, the more I have started to care about my physical well-being, you know, because how you feel, like we're always saying, is is creating your reality. You're acting out of it and that's what's, you know, attracting what you experience. So when you take care of your body, that's self-love and you feel better and you act better mm-hmm. and your life becomes better. So, you know, the more you can't unlearn either, mm-hmm. you know, and so the more that you learn, the more that you kind of care about what you're consuming Mm -hmm. and you know how you're feeling so my first thing I want to mention is called trifala this it's a it's a powder it's made of three um fruits actually and it's really commonly used in India it's been used for thousands of years as an ayurvedic medicine and um I first found it through Instagram. I was listening to Sadhu Guru. He's really famous in spirituality. He's got millions of followers and I really respect and admire him a lot. And so I thought, well, if he's talking about a product, it probably is really legit. So I started looking into it and it's it's affordable. It's on my Amazon link tree if you want to look it up. But here are the health benefits and they are darn near endless Mm -hmm. there are so many of them so it is of course antimicrobial anti-inflammatory analgesic it's anti-aging it's antiviral it's anti-arthritic because it's anti-inflammatory it can help with gout it keeps your liver healthy and strong it improves digestive issues um, and constipation so if you are worried about your gut health which affects your hormones and your mental well-being as well um, as well as your physical you know how you feel as soon as you take a half teaspoon of this it clears everything out but not in like a horrible like painful way you feel more energized you feel healthier it boosts your immunity it is good for blood pressure regulation it's good for your skin. In fact, you can use it on your skin as a mask, which I have yet to do, but I've noticed since I've been taking it, I had this rash for a few years and I went to um, dermatologists multiple times. They didn't know what it was and the things that they gave me were harmful steroid creams and they didn't help. It didn't make it go away. So for years, I've been wondering what this is, if it could be you know, really bad or, you know, how to get rid of it. I started taking this powder and it got, it went away by mm-hmm. itself. It's antioxidant. It's a stimulant for hair growth. It moderates cortisone levels. So it's really good if you have stress and anxiety. It will actually help improve your mood. It's actually good for eye care as well. It's said to reduce damage of UV rays. I could probably go on forever, but I mean, oh, It prevents plaque formation, so it's really good for oral health as well. There are so many benefits to this, and you just take a half teaspoon, a quarter teaspoon a day with some warm water. It's just a powder. It doesn't taste amazing, but it doesn't taste horrible. It tastes to me kind of like the way a crab apple tastes where it's kind of like bitter. Mm -hmm. It's just like a bitter fruit, like a fruit that's not ripe. Mm -hmm. It's That's it. And it's totally tolerable, and it's so good for you. I recommend that everyone take this. And again, totally affordable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, first of all, I would like to say for myself, I as well started getting into this when I got more into spirituality, like natural ways of healing, but it's also been a big part of uh, like embodying my inner witch as we have talked about in the last few episodes of like working with nature. And I believe that nature can heal us in almost any aspect. So I love going to Net, like 
natural or nature to find sources for healing Mm -hmm. and that's sourced out of fruit yeah it's just organic fruit like I think that so much can be said for what we are surrounded by and how that can heal us versus taking synthetic versions of things and of course always do your own research and we're not wanting to sway you a certain way or, or another but we're just kind of showing you what works for us and what we believe uh helps heal us but I think that a majority of the things that we're going to share are like the most natural form of something that you mm-hmm. can be in taking so I think that's really amazing I haven't actually heard of that before so I love that also which you know I should have started out saying this this is something that is such a big realization for me one medication actually never treats the cause of anything it only ever treats the symptoms and two medication is all derived from natural substances and then big pharma cuts it and sells it and uses it to make money and they add so many things that have harmful harmful side effects that you can actually create more problems in your body by taking certain medications so I'm not saying by any means like quit taking all your medicine and you know don't talk to your doctor like definitely do you know be safe be careful do your research but there are natural things that you can take that can heal just about anything if not everything yeah it's it's just more so just being open to what we're talking about and mm-hmm. kind of maybe thinking about how that might apply to you mm-hmm. or could apply to you. But yeah, I mean, like nature can can heal, um, was created to help us stay healthy and, you know, heal different things. And so it just is really helpful to learn about mm-hmm. how you can use natural things to not only like heal things, but to maintain your health on a regular basis as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely can't yes. hurt. <laughs> yes. And I even watched a documentary on Gaia and I don't remember what it was called, but one of the experts that were in the documentary, it was all about like herbalism and plant medicine. And, uh, they were talking about how the likelihood of, whatever it is that you're needed needing for healing is in your backyard yes and and what is growing closest to you is most likely what you need mm-hmm. for your body for healing and stuff which I th- we've talked about this before but it's like why do you think there's dandelions everywhere on everyone's front lawn mm-hmm. like I think that there's so many healing properties to dandelions and that you can literally source them right in your front lawn and I think it's really interesting how society has a perspective on just say dandelions for example that they're bad they're stupid weeds that we got to get rid of and mow down and ugh, I don't want those in my yard but they're actually like super nourishing to your body and it is said to help with some of the most major causes of death in the world today mm-hmm. or in I would say in the U.S. today so I that's I guess that's one thing I didn't even mean to bring that like that wasn't even on my list but Danny Lyons I love to put the leaves in my salad I love to make dandelion tea add a little honey dandelion is a little bit bitter as well but you'll find that a lot of natural plants and things are not necessarily you know what we would consider delicious right Mm -hmm. now because our taste buds have been so trained to um, eat things that are so like artificially sweetened and flavored or not even artificially but just so full of sugar and like other things that our taste buds aren't used to like the more natural versions of things so I I think that you know if this is new to you you will find that some things are a little bit more bitter or bland or Mm -hmm. whatever but it's just because it's natural. <laughs> yes. And the, the benefits are more than worth it. And mm-hmm. also, I, I always talk about this to people because our subconscious programming is, you know, our taste buds are subconsciously programmed. When we are still in our mother's womb, we taste the food that she eats and that's what we grow and accustomed to and that's what we end up liking. And same with, you know, when we're born and what our parents eat and feed us is what we grow up believing is normal, what we're supposed to be eating and what our taste buds are accustomed to. So a lot of times like in Japan, they eat raw fish and in America, we don't as much. So a lot of people are like, ooh, I'd never eat raw fish, that's so gross. But in Japan, they look at it the way that we look at chicken. 
And there are so many things like that, like dandelions, for example, that you might be closed-minded about a little bit because it hasn't been the norm for you. But you can change that. And actually, it's a psychological fact that if you try something 15 or more times that you will begin to become accustomed to it and you can actually make yourself like something that you didn't like before. And it sounds kind of silly and you might be like, oh, why would I do that? You know, but for the health benefits, it is worth it. And I've done it many times with many different things that I thought I would never like. I kind of like doing that. Mm -hmm. I kind of like the mental challenge Mm -hmm. of liking something that is good for you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. This could also go down a whole different route, more of like a (laughs) nutritional route. But I do just want to say, like, I think that also a lot of times, you know, listening to your body and what you're craving is what you need, but Mm -hmm. more so at its like most natural source. So like if you're craving citrus candy, you're actually craving like real delicious organic vitamin C or like vitamin (laughs) C like that's what your body needs so it's also for me been like I mean I've never been much for that anyways but just like thinking about what you're craving and what that might actually mean that your body needs like I think your body has a way of telling you what it needs through you know what you're craving or what you want to eat and stuff so thinking about that as well can kind of help find things that your body needs Mm -hmm. to heal or feel its best that makes me think of too so if you crave sugar and carbs a lot it's likely that your digestive bacterial balance is off so taking things like trifola and a lot of the other things that we're about to mention can really help with that and it'll sway your cravings so you won't be craving sugar and carbs as much and also when you are eating sugar and carbs on a regular basis which most americans are you actually end up being hungry more of the time because your body burns that off a lot faster than protein and natural fats so you tend to gain weight and be like starving all of the time whereas if you cut some of those things out more and start um, taking things that help with your digestive health then you won't be craving that as much and you can lose weight way easier do you have anything like that you recommend for digestive health yeah well definitely trifla yes so a whole bunch of other things actually i take uh probiotics for women every day as well. Because I am taking the trifola, I take probiotics that are for vaginal and urinary health because that does help with your gut as well. It does help support healthy weight. It improves digestive digestion. It improves immune response. It improves mood, um, dental health. It actually is really good to take probiotics for dairy defense. So if you find that you are lactose intolerant and also gluten intolerant, it helps with both of those things. It increases mineral absorption. Actually, it helps with allergy relief, which is amazing, and liver health. So definitely recommend taking probiotics on a regular basis but especially if you take antibiotics you need to take probiotics and prebiotics in order to recover your digestive health because when you take antibiotics it can kill off the natural bacteria that you need for digestion and for many other things in your body. Another thing that I absolutely love is apple cider vinegar. Mm -hmm. I always get organic apple cider vinegar lately. um, My mom actually told me to do this. She's like, if you feel like you eat too much or like you're not digesting, like if you eat a bunch of greasy food or something, you know, and you feel like overly full, mix apple cider vinegar with cinnamon, ginger, and lemon and water and just drink it and honestly it tastes pretty good Mm -hmm. and it is so so good for you apple cider vinegar alone aids in weight loss as well digestion digestion reduces cholesterol lowers blood sugar improves diabetes symptoms it kills harmful bacteria and it improves your heart health and your skin health i mean there are so many things that are good for digestion including honey which is something that I wanted to mention apart from digestive health. It's also amazing for allergies. And like you said, like a lot of the things that we need are in our backyard. Mm -hmm. If you get organic, local, unfiltered honey, it can help you immensely with allergies because it has the local allergens within it so that it can make you immune to the local allergens. Mm -hmm. Honey alone is antioxidant. It's antibacterial, antifungal. It heals wounds. So if you have like burns, cuts, cold sores, 
there are so many expensive medications for cold sores. If you put natural, local, unfiltered honey on a cold sore, I swear to you, it will heal in a day or two. It Nothing heals like honey does. Um, it boosts your immunity. It's good for digestion and gut health. It will get rid of sore throats. Whenever I have a cold, I drink honey and I in a day or two, I'm better. It's good for your brain. It actually can fight against different kinds of cancer and help with cancer management if you are going through chemotherapy. Also diabetes, it's good for heart health, it strengthens your immune system, and it's actually said to increase athletic performance. So they mm-hmm. say a teaspoon of honey a day keeps the doctor away, it really mm-hmm. does. <laughs> I could go on for days. Yes. So I use both of those as well. I have found that apple cider vinegar actually gets rid of cold sores as well. I've oh. been so a lot of times if you're using apple cider vinegar they do recommend diluting it so I'll I usually just put it like dip it and put it on a q-tip and then dilute it with a little bit of water and I put it on there and because it is like antimicrobial and, and it gets rid of I think it's it might even be antiviral but it does help get rid of the cold sores so that's been a, one of my favorite ways to get rid of cold sores and then honey like I use that on a daily basis right now I'm using a local grown uh, dandelion honey, which I, I love <laughs> like because I'm all obsessed with dandelion right now. So it was perfect. But I actually use honey as my sweetener for most things. So if there's anything that I want sweetened, like if I, when I have coffee in the morning, uh, the only sweetener that I use is honey. And then obviously, you know, when you're sick, there's a lot of teas that I would recommend to drink when you're sick, but I always add honey to my tea because of its health benefits, but also because it's going to help soothe your throat and, you know, help with that. Uh, so those are just both really amazing things that I use as well in my mm-hmm. daily life. I also use honey for baking, you know, instead of sugar. A lot of times I will use honey or maple syrup. Uh, it's just been an amazing substitute for me and it does have benefits and it tastes better to me than sugar. Yeah, it tastes amazing, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. There are so many other things that I use, and I know you use too. Well, one, salt. If I ever have a sore throat, I'm always gargling with salt water. It really does help. Mm-hmm. But even just consuming salt, salt itself, if, even if you just put it in water, is actually really good for you. It conducts nerve impulses. Um, it helps contract and relax relax muscles so a lot of times if people are waking up with like cramps in their muscles at night all they need to do is drink some salt water it also helps maintain water levels within your body and minerals it helps with headaches weakness and cognitive decline Mm -hmm. just salt and I mean we've been taught that salt is bad for us many times but it actually has so many health benefits and I do really like using uh, like pink Himalayan salt or sea salt Another thing is matcha. I am always drinking matcha and you're drinking matcha right now. Um, It's a great antioxidant. It can help you lose weight too. It can help boost your immune system. It has so many good health benefits. Yeah. It's like an, and it's an ancient, you know, tea blend that they've, green tea that they've used Mm -hmm. forever. Yeah. If you're not familiar with matcha, it's like uh, condensed green tea. So it will give you caffeine as well. It's a great substitute for coffee. If you drink a lot Mm -hmm. of coffee, you know, maybe drink a cup of coffee and then drink a cup of matcha or something. Yeah. So for my matcha, I do matcha, hot water. I cooled mine down to make it iced and then I froth some creamer. Well, half and half I put in there and then a little bit of honey and it's the perfect little latte. Um, Super delicious. Yeah, I do love it. I did read that it is also anti-cancer. It helps prevent cancer basically. Um, so many so foods mm-hmm. do so mm-hmm. many of the things that we're mentioning do and have actually there's been studies done on it it's not just like oh we think this it's like mm-hmm. they've actually yeah. researched it and found tons of different correlations matcha can be known to depending on where it's grown have toxic metals in it so you really want to make sure that you are sourcing really high quality matcha and I actually we have a local coffee shop that has organic matcha and it's like where they started grow like where matcha oh, cool. comes from like yeah. originally so it's I don't know I just be mindful of where you're sourcing things I do want to play off the salt concept so it electrolytes in general are super duper important for you know overall function of your body and uh, along with that is magnesium like magnesium is super duper important and 
also if you have like a lot of muscle cramps and stuff it's likely that your body needs electrolytes in general so like potassium and magnesium and magnesium also helps with muscle nerve function a lot of processes in your body require magnesium to make it happen magnesium helps lower stress anxiety uh depression, insomnia. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's really good for bone health. So preventing like osteoporosis and things like that. And it's also really good for headaches. So I know headaches and migraines are something a lot of people have problems with. Making sure that you have enough magnesium is, I think, important uh, for that. And we actually, I'm sourcing different magnesium options right now, but right now we do drink an electric electrolyte powder that has a lot of magnesium in it so and a lot of the other necessarily unnecessary electrolytes that your body needs Uh, so I just think that in general can be such a great place to start you can just scoop it into your water stir it up you can get different flavors and it's just so good for you and really important Yes. So collagen, I take collagen on a regular basis. I've tried so many different brands and I've like researched like what makes collagen higher quality and what makes it more effective for you because I've heard different things about like powder versus liquid. They say maybe your body can absorb liquid better, but then they say that you need certain like probiotics and things in it for your body to absorb it the right way. So what I've come to is that the live conscious collagen peptide powder is the highest quality that I can find. They say it is the most effective. And if you look it up, there are tons of reasons for why it is the highest quality, why it's the best one. But collagen is really good for obviously like hair, skin and nails. Um, but also it can help you lose weight and it's good for your bones and joint health. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I I always put that in my coffee and it does help my hair and nails grow a lot, Mm -hmm. which we love. Lavender. I put lavender in everything. There Mm -hmm. are lavender flowers in every room of my house. Lavender has so many health benefits. Obviously, like the smell of lavender is really good for anxiety and stress. It also is an analgesic, so it can be a pain reliever. It's antiviral, it's antifungal, and I personally think it tastes and smells amazing. It's in everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it. Touching on collagen, I also put collagen in my coffee every morning, and I actually have it. So my coffee is, um, I put a little bit of half and half in there. And then I put honey, coconut oil, and collagen. So it's like this whole, it's like a whole meal. Collagen is something that I have on a daily basis along with coconut oil, but we can come back to that. We can continue with lavender. Lavender, again, something else that I use a ton. And it's not only good for your physical well-being, but also your mental well-being. Like we said, it's very calming. It's good for stress, anxiety, we have lavender all over our house. We have like essential oils. We have sprays that we use. We have actual lavender and uh, we do use that in our like spirituality practices as well. It's mm-hmm. not, it's like does everything for us. Like yes. we love it so much. Um, <laughs> eucalyptus is another one that kind of uh, goes along with lavender for me. Uh, it's super good when you have a cold or sinus problems you know, I'll, I'll get a bundle of eucalyptus and put it in my shower, uh, or you can get other versions of it, but it's just really good to kind of breathe in that scent. It's going to help with your sinuses. And I do just want to note, cause I don't know if this is well known, but, uh, eucalyptus is toxic to dogs. So I, or I don't know if it's dogs and cats, but I know for sure dogs. And, you know, if you are using it as like an essential oil in your diffuser or something, just be mindful of that because that's not something that I knew at first. Uh, So I just try to make sure that the leaves don't fall where the dogs can get them and stuff. But I do really love eucalyptus. Same with lavender. Actually, cats are allergic to lavender, which I didn't know before either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good to know. Yes. (laughs) Just some stuff that we have figured out along the way. Another thing that I love to drink, which is a great substitute for coffee, but also if you're getting good quality coffee, it's really, there are benefits to coffee as well. I know we've all heard a lot of things about coffee being really horrible, but sometimes if you get good coffee, it can be beneficial Mm -hmm. to you. But anyway. All in moderation. Yes, moderation. And if you get high quality coffee, the taste is a million times better than anything you're going to get at 
McDonald's or even like Caribou and Starbucks. Like, mm-hmm. And to be honest, you know, in that documentary that I was talking about, I think this was the same one. A lot of coffee that gets sold to the United States has mold content, yep. high mold content. So they're you know, if you are drinking coffee and you feel really like sleepy or yucky after or, you know, later in the day, that could be your cortisol level levels, but it could also be that you're intaking a lot of mold. In this documentary, they were talking about how um, big shipments of coffee would come into other countries like European countries or Asian countries, and they actually would inspect them. And if it didn't pass their inspection test, they would turn around and they'd come and bring it to the United States. So we, we get like the leftover coffee that's toxic that the other countries don't want to drink because we don't care. Like it's not something that's talked about. And, you know, I don't know what the regulation of coffee is in the United States, but it's not very good. So for me, that's super important is sourcing really high quality local coffee. Mm -hmm. And not only are you going to feel better, but it tastes just the experience of it is way better. Yeah, I completely agree. It's funny because I usually do buy like imported coffee for those reasons, Mm. too. Also, something to mention that I, I didn't really I wasn't very aware of in the past is that you should always eat something before you drink coffee because it will raise your cortisol levels to drink coffee in an empty stomach, even if you are drinking high quality coffee. Also, the FDA in the United States is much different than the food regulations in other countries. So after I get done mentioning what else we love to consume, I want to mention a couple of things to avoid. Mm-hmm. Going off of that, coffee. So that is, again, really important. And one of the reasons why I put collagen and coconut oil in my coffee, because like you said, you shouldn't have coffee on an empty stomach. And that is actually going to help with the consumption of coffee and not raising your cortisol levels mm-hmm. so uh, quickly. And, you know, coconut oil is a really healthy fat and so it's I let it melt in my coffee and you know it has a lot of benefits to it as well so it really helps with your brain function Mm -hmm. Uh, it's actually said to help reduce or prevent Alzheimer's and it is just good for overall brain function memory clarity and it lowers inflammation it's good for your immunity it's antibacterial antifungal antiviral all the things uh it's said to uh be a good source of energy for your body and it also helps with digestion uh so for me it's been really easy way to consume it as just putting it in my coffee Mm -hmm. and it is recommended to have unrefined coconut oil mm-hmm. as opposed to refined cold pressed yes yes so um keeping that in mind uh but that for me has just been a really great way to start my morning with you know having coconut oil collagen mm-hmm. coffee it tastes <laughs> it's a really good to too. get it ready but yeah. <laughs> it's worth it <laughs> it's worth. <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah so it has mct oil which is a healthy fat it can also help with weight loss when you are teaching your body to consume healthy fats it will start to burn those fats on a regular basis so that when you are consuming fats it's using that for an energy source rather than just consuming sugar and carbohydrates which is what your body is used to burning off and what it usually burns off first so you like when people are doing keto Uh, keto it stands for ketosis when you deprive your body of sugars and carbs then your body has to burn off fat which is why people lose weight doing that but when you're consuming healthy fats like coconut oil you can teach your body to use that as a source of fuel Mm -hmm. and it it is amazing in so many different ways Mm -hmm. so the other coffee that I like to drink is mushroom coffee it's become really popular in the last couple years because it has so many different health benefits. It's great for your digestive health. It's also really good for your brain function. So it can help you focus um, and it's, it doesn't have nearly as much caffeine in it. So you're not going to have that same crash that you do when you are consuming caffeine, which is really great, but it still gives you the energy and it's it gives you the focus as well. So if you do you know struggle with like ADHD or things like that, mushroom coffee is really amazing. Also, garlic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you ever have a cold flu or even if you're completely healthy garlic is really great for you I have used garlic in so many different ways one time I had an earache and I'm pretty sure it was like you use olive oil that's just slightly warm and you mix it with garlic 
and maybe something else. And it completely cured the earache, like, immediately. Mm -hmm. It felt really nice. But garlic lowers blood pressure. It regulates cholesterol, and it stimulates immunity. So if you are sick, putting that, like... Ginger, too, really similar, great for um, digestive health and immune function. If you make a drink with, like, garlic and ginger and lemon, anything like that, it is medicine. It will heal you so quickly, I swear. Yeah, that is one of the things I had. I kind of, so I'm looking at my notes because I was trying to just, like, get everything down that I use. And I kind of separated by, like, if you have a cold, if you have a headache, like, things like that. So for when you have a cold, I did put ginger down. Uh, That's something that is helpful for fighting infections. It helps get rid of bacteria or kill bad bacteria growth. And, yes, Uh, digestion and then I also put turmeric which is really good for inflammation it helps get rid of inflammation and uh, it does have antioxidant properties I also when I have it's usually when I have like a sore throat or um, like a chest cold or I'm coughing a lot I like to have echinacea tea uh, which is really good it's antiviral it has immune support it helps with pain and so I really like that. I recommend elderberry if you are feeling under the weather. It has vitamin C, antioxidant. Uh, it helps with your immunity and respiratory health as well. Uh, vitamin C, I always recommend that, but again, really sick, good if you're sick. And um, keep in mind that when you do get sick or have a cold, it's oftentimes that it's your body telling you that you need to rest. You know, you were doing too much or you are too stressed out and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You need to take a step back, relax. So doing things that allow you to slow down and to rest and maybe think about uh, what caused that to begin with. Uh, So I do love taking baths when I'm sick. I love sunbathing. So going outside and laying in the sun and letting the sun heal you. Uh, if it's winter time, sitting in front of a window, or you can just imagine sunlight shining into you. I know these are not actual things that you can take, but these are just some things that have helped me uh, feel better as well. So even when I'm sick, I do try to do yoga. Mm-hmm. I like to do yin practices. It's really, really good and important to still keep your body moving. It's good for your joints. It's going to help with the aches and pains that come along with illness and, you know, moving some of that stagnant, that sick energy out of your body, like getting rid of that. And then, you know, telling yourself healing affirmations, like I am healthy, I'm strong, you know, and you can come up with your own, but that has been really helpful along with sound healing. Uh, listening to sound healing playlists on YouTube or we have sound healing bowls that we can use but you know that has been really really helpful for me when I have colds all of those things yes yeah I completely agree with all of that I was going to mention some of those things too like I had bought organic medication for my son one time for cold and flu and it was made with elderberry and honey and Mm -hmm. it worked really well Um, that's helped me a ton as well I was going to name tea but I was like I have about 85 different kinds of tea and they're Mm -hmm. all for different things so if you are feeling under the weather in any way even if it's like stress I swear there's a tea for everything there's a tea for throat coat there's a tea for digestion there's a tea for bloating congestion yes bloating literally everything there's Mm -hmm. tea for it you can heal yourself with tea um, and put honey in it Mm -hmm. (laughs) sound healing as well so when I am nauseous to me that is like the worst ailment when you feel like throwing up it is there's nothing worse to me like I I I would rather be in pain when I am like that there's only one thing that really helps me like when you're at that point where you're like you can't consume anything I always go on YouTube and search sound healing for frequency for nausea that's what I type in frequency for nausea and there are a few different ones so find what you like but I swear that has saved my life on multiple occasions and like there was a time where I was needing to take antibiotics but I couldn't keep a thing down and I couldn't sleep and I like I was just miserable and I had googled the the nausea frequency and that 
allowed me to keep my medication down as well as sleep, which mm-hmm. was life-saving mm-hmm. at that time. So highly recommend looking that up if you are feeling under the weather. It can help so, so much. Mm-hmm. Also, it's worth noting that meditation has like they've they've done so many different studies on how meditation can help you heal especially if you are visualizing health while you're meditating and if you youtube google that you're going to come up with a million different meditations that help you heal and it can be extremely effective and also like we did an episode on grounding there have been tons of different studies done on grounding and how that can heal the body as well doctors have done studies where like they'll x-ray the patient with ailments whether that be like I don't know, like bone health problems or liver, kidney, heart problems, whatever it might be. And they have the patient walk barefoot on the earth for a certain amount of time, like a few months, and then they go back and check the progress and it actually does help heal people. So I know like I had COVID last year and I was like, well, I'm not going to the doctor. Like they're not going to do anything. And I really couldn't like keep anything down. I just felt terrible. I tried to eat some really spicy food to like kill the virus, you know, get it out of me. And then I just laid in the sun. I just laid in the sun and I I drank tea with honey and breathed fresh air. And I thought about, you know, I tried to distract my mind and think about things that felt good. And I just allowed myself to rest. And I was better in a day and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that fresh air too is so important. Even if I'm really sick and it's the middle of winter, dark outside, cold, freezing, whatever, I don't care. I'm going outside. I'm getting fresh air in my body. I yes. think that is super duper important. Like, it is getting so important. Fresh air. One other thing that I rec- I want to recommend for like colds or illnesses um, is oregano oil. Mm. Um, oregano oil is an antioxidant again anti-inflammatory it helps with pain management it's really good for UTIs and it is said to be a natural antibiotic so when I had COVID I had I'm pretty sure a double sinus infection and I didn't go to the doctor Um, and I think oregano oil in my experience was what actually helped that go away along with I sunbathing was really important to me that at that time that really helped me heal but oregano oil I highly recommend looking into that Mm -hmm. I know rosemary is similar to that as well a lot of people use rosemary for different healing benefits Um, certainly worth looking into and then you had mentioned ginger and turmeric also ashwagandha has great health benefits I drink this tea it's called golden milk and I have like the spices all mixed together already so you just add that with like hot water and honey and milk or whatever you want to add to it and it has ginger and turmeric and a whole bunch of different spices in it it's from India and it tastes really good too it's Mm -hmm. kind of similar to chai but it's it's got so many health benefits in Mm -hmm. it as well so love that if you're looking for something that like tastes good and has health benefits and it's something that you can drink in the morning that's not caffeinated if you're like trying to cut back on caffeine that's a really yummy thing Mm -hmm. to drink i've been there's this one that i want to get it is but it also has um blue lotus in it which i really want which would be really good for nighttime um but this i love coffee partially for the experience i Mm -hmm. love drinking things for the experience so something like that would be really great in the evening if you're like you know, especially in the winter, you're like, it's dark and you just want to be cozy and it's cold out and you're like, you kind of want to eat something or drink something like you just want something cozy, like something like that or tea is like a really great mm-hmm. option because it does have a health benefits, but you're also having that like cozy experience, mm-hmm. which is something I'm always looking for, um, especially in those months. Yeah, me too. I, I think that that is such a good point too. Hot tea in the wintertime is such a good pick-me-up. And also I love like mint or wintergreen teas. They're great for digestion as well. Um, They have other health benefits and they're not caffeinated and you can drink them at night. Although I think mint is a stimulant, but I mean, I don't know. I drink it at night and I love it. Mint is really good for colds too though. It is. Yeah. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I don't think 
I mean, you know, whatever works for you, it's kind of about experimenting too. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, and like you said too, like intuitively, like what do you feel like consuming? Like mm-hmm. what, what is your body craving? That's so important because your body does know and we do have that intuition for a reason. Mm-hmm. So if you're really craving something, it's probably because you need something from it. Yes. Uh, still talking about tea. I make my own rosehip tea. It's usually about this time or a little bit like another week or two when you can start harvesting rose hips but I love to make rose hip tea it tastes really good and it is uh it supports your immunity uh, it has vitamin c and I just like it because it's cute and I love being able to make my own tea when I can and like experimenting with my own like mixtures and stuff and you know obviously most tea are like dried that you would get at the store uh so sometimes it's fun to like create your own tea from things that you foraged yourself but obviously if you're ever going to do that make sure you're researching beforehand mm-hmm. and you're you know you know that it's safe to consume I also kind of wrote in here for headaches uh again uh we talked about that a little bit but I have an ice roller that I like to use when I have a headache. You know, it kind of helps with pressure or inflammation uh, on my head. I have a lavender face mask, so I can keep that in the freezer and I can put that over my eyes. It's really nice for a migraine because a lot of times, you know, you can feel dizzy or like, you know, it, it kind of hurts to just have your eyes open. So I'll go lay down and put the lavender mask over my eyes and you're kind of getting the aromatherapy benefits. Uh, and then it's also just really soothing to your head. I also find that when you have a headache that you may be lacking some nutrients or something that your body needs, whether it be water or some sort of nourishing meal. So make sure you're eating things that are nourishing to your body. Uh, Cause I think of it as kind of like an alarm, like your body's like, I need something, you mm-hmm, know, like mm-hmm. it's telling you that you need something. And when I have a stomach ache, one of my, it, and depending on whether it's like bloating or gas related, uh, I love again, to do some yoga. There's some really great poses that I feel like help relieve that or help get things going. So I love to do cat cow and, um, child's pose is just a really relaxing, comforting pose. I feel like for your tummy Mm -hmm. as well. I also kind of wanted to talk about cramps and menstruation a little bit Mm -hmm. because I know a, a lot of women struggle with that as well. So for me, I have and I'm, this is still something that I am working on and experimenting with and working on implementing. But to help with PMS symptoms, uh, one thing that I think is really important is cycle syncing. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you know, approximately each week of your cycle, you're in a different part of your, a different phase of your cycle. And your body needs different things from you. It wants different things from you. So making sure throughout your cycle you're eating the right foods that align with that phase, that you're doing the right exercises that align with that phase. And I have found that that can really help with uh, minimizing PMS symptoms. Um, But, you know, if you do have really bad cramps or, you know, you're, I mean, we've talked about a lot of things that help with more mood related things or like stress, agitation, or whatever you're, you know, like the more mental aspect of that PMSing. Um, I feel like a lot of the things that we talked about already can help with that. But um, probiotics can be really helpful when you're menstruating. Uh, I have been using these heating patches every once in a while that I had someone recommend to me. And they're just like these little heating patches that you can put like your underwear and it's so amazing. It's so cozy. And it, it just, it really helps relieve like the cramps. I don't usually like to take, you know, like ibuprofen or whatever. I It has to be really bad for me. To yeah, me too. Here. Me too. So that's really, really soothing. Um, a really good way to help with your cramps. And then tea that I recommend for uh, PMSing is like chamomile, peppermint, and red raspberry in addition to like yin yoga or, you know, when you're, if you're doing yoga on your period, uh, it's actually recommended not to do like inversions, which we've talked about that on a a different episode, but so just 
doing light movements again to like help move some of that energy out of your body and it's soothing it's calming and can really help you relax especially if you're having a hard time sleeping yeah I guess I just wanted to recommend some ways that have helped me with menstruating because it can be a journey sometimes yeah definitely definitely I want to go off that on a whole different tangent before I do that I want to mention something to stay away from I mean you might have more to add but to stay away from to help with your health and that is aspartame so if you don't know what aspartame is Splenda any diet pops uh gum It's in a lot of things, a lot of things. Here's why you shouldn't consume it. It's carcinogenic. It it messes with your mood, so it causes mood disorders, mental stress, depression. It increases your cortisol levels. It alters activity of the microbes that are responsible for the breakdown of food in your digestive tract. And I just learned today that the methyl group that they add to reduce the bitterness is partially converted to formaldehyde in all diet soda. So when you are consuming diet soda, you're actually consuming formaldehyde. It increases cardiovascular diseases and there are a number of other serious diseases that it can make worse or cause entirely. And like I said, it is in so many different products. I don't think that they have it in Europe actually, as well as high fructose corn syrup. Also, it it causes fat because your body doesn't break it down. It is made from corn, which if you've ever eaten corn, you may have noticed that it comes out the other end looking about the same because it doesn't have any nutrients in it. When they're feeding it to cows, like for, I think that McDonald's actually had to change this, but for a long time, they fed it to cows to make them as fat as possible, as quickly as possible so that they could um, kill them and make them into hamburgers that were cheap. <laughs> and, and actually, it's horrible for cows as well. And it actually creates methane. So when cows eat corn, it creates methane, which is actually a huge... You'd think that's funny, like cows farting. Yes, no, literally, cows who are eating corn are responsible for global warming. I'm like, <laughs> honestly, it's it's actually really bad because it's not natural for cows to eat corn or, or animals in general to be eating corn. And it causes a ton of different health issues. And it does that in us as well. And if you look at the ingredients that you're eating, high fructose corn syrup in America is in pretty much every soda. It's in bread. It's in cereal. It's in ice cream. It is in almost everything that you're consuming, juice, like everything. Mm -hmm. It's in everything. It's in all the candy and it's toxic. It's poison. It's poison to us. Our body cannot naturally digest that. Same with soy. Soy, our body actually, um, it's the molecule for soy is so similar to estrogen that our body mistakes it for estrogen and it can cause cancer among other different health issues. Um, So those are some things that are in a lot of things that you might want to be mindful of. If you avoid eating those things, it can help you lose weight and feel much, much better. And unfortunately, the word diet in America has been used incorrectly. So a lot of people are have been raised to believe that diet soda means that it's healthy. There's not sugar in it. It's, it's good for you. You're going to lose weight if you drink diet soda, when in actuality, it's proven now to cause obesity and that you actually, because your body cannot properly digest high f- or um, aspartame, which is in the diet soda, that it actually makes you fatter than if you were to just drink regular sugar because your body can naturally digest regular sugar. So regular sugar is actually better for you than aspartame. If you are diabetic and you're like, well, I can't drink regular soda. Well, one, cut out soda. I'm not diabetic and I haven't had it in 10 or more years and my life is way better and I feel way better not having it. But if you're like, no, I need it. Stevia is a natural plant sweetener. It doesn't have any of these horrible side effects. Your body can naturally digest it and it doesn't have any sugar in it. So if you are diabetic, you can eat it. You can also use it to bake with it. There are lots of alternatives, especially because the keto diet became so popular. You cannot consume sugar while you're on keto. So there are all these natural alternatives that are so much better for you than aspartame. So, you know, 
if you're like, I need, I need that fix, uh, look into Stevia. It's, it's in a lot of things and there are lots of drinks now too. Zevia is a brand, Z-E-V-I-A is a brand that makes Stevia sweetened drinks and they're really good. It's certainly worth looking into. Is there anything else you want to mention that you maybe want to avoid? For me, it's, I avoid anything that isn't organic. Mm-hmm. That's extremely important to me that I'm consuming organic food because the things that are not are extremely um, processed, processed, filled with pesticides, herbicides, whatever. Like there are so many toxins and mm-hmm. things that should not be in food that isn't organic. And I think, you know, kind of as we said, like it's all about going back to the main source of something Mm -hmm. and to me I don't want to be eating something that has 10 other things in it when it really I just want the one thing so I avoid things that aren't organic Mm -hmm. I do as well and I know a lot of people are like well it costs so much more it's hard to eat all organic luckily especially if you're local we have an Aldi and Aldi has really affordable food and most of their food is organic there's a ton of organic options that are affordable so bless them for that also like in valuing yourself enough and we've talked about this before in different episodes when you value yourself enough to take care of yourself and feed yourself high quality foods and you know you're giving yourself those nutrients you feel better you act better and your life becomes better so if you are kind of stuck in that lack mindset where you're like I can't afford to eat healthy try to practice abundance mindset. When you flip that perspective and you start treating yourself as though you are abundant, you become abundant. It changes how you feel, how you act, and what you attract into your reality. So it is extremely important. You know, you only get one body. Your body is your temple. It is worth it to feed yourself high quality food. It is Mm -hmm. worth it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, actually your brain function will increase so you may think of different ways that you can you know stretch your money or you know not spend money on diet pop and instead buy organic fruit or you know Mm -hmm. things like that that are going to help you immensely and I swear just feeding yourself better food can change your whole life um really yeah absolutely I think if you're wanting to know more about the why why should you do this like definitely listen to I don't I don't remember the name of it but our consumption episode will link it down below it's a really good precursor to this or if you want to know more uh definitely listen to that because this extends beyond just food Mm -hmm. it extends throughout everything that you're consuming uh for me when I first got into this like obviously it can be overwhelming because you hear different sources telling you different things and you know it can kind of be hard to pinpoint like where to start or what to really do for me the main thing when I started was looking at all the ingredient lists of everything that you're buying and to see if you know first of all what all those things are I to me the shorter the ingredient list the better Mm -hmm. Uh, but also looking for key things like high fructose corn syrup is high fructose corn syrup in there you know really just start monitoring what you are actually consuming what you're taking home what you're bringing home uh, to eat in your house and if it's actually nutrient-based because a lot of the things that we're consuming isn't like growing up it was so normal to eat cereal in the morning which is literally just sugar and a bunch of processed nonsense and then you know for a snack at school they'd give you like pop tarts and then like truly looking at those ingredients and realizing if there's any nutritious value to them because a lot of the processed food that you'll get in the store does not have nutrients in them so start thinking about it as like what can you get to nourish yourself, nourish your body and allow it to function at its best? Um, that's just kind of where I started was looking at ingredient labels. And, you know, over time you can start making additional changes or maybe looking into some of the stuff that we've recommended. Uh, but it may take time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially if you're used to eating a certain way or consuming a certain way or your mindset around food might be extremely different. Just be patient with yourself but also like realize you are worth it and just allow yourself to make changes that Mm -hmm. reflect that 
Mm-hmm. I think too, like if you're like, I don't know, like it's a lot. It is. A, it is. We mentioned a lot of things, but even if you just start adding in little things, you might start to notice a difference in how you feel and it might encourage you to continue in that direction. You know, I've talked about before when you're trying to change a habit, they say instead of like, you know, kind of like pestering yourself and like being mean to yourself, like, oh, this is horrible. Instead, focus on the benefits. So when you do add in something as simple as like trefolo, which you can get for really affordable, you might start to notice those benefits. You have more energy, you feel better, your digestive health is better, your mood is better. And then it will encourage you to continue those healthy habits. And it it is it gets easier. You learn more, you attract the information and then you start to attract other people who are into it and it it just becomes really helpful and Mm life-changing the last thing that I did want to go over and this is new and I know that this is like a touchy subject so again we're not doctors like disclaimer do your own research make your own decisions but you were talking about like dealing with menstrual regulation and, and cramps and things like that so birth control is now classified as a carcinogen it has so many negative side effects that are absolutely horrible for women and in the United States we really don't have any other options besides hormonal birth control or the copper IUD which is extremely painful and can have problems of its own so the other day we were like there's got to be other options because all medication is derived from natural things there's there's got to be other things and there are there is an insane list of natural birth control and one of the things that I found and that we actually found a government study on saying that it is an approved FDA approved form of birth control is neem oil and we, I will find that article and we'll link it down below for you to reference. Yeah, yeah, because I, th- I think people should know. So actually men can take neem oil as well. You take two tablets a day and it will make you um, sterile while you're taking it. It has no negative side effects and it is reversible. It, it, I think it takes two or three weeks and then you're back to being fertile and everything's all good. The other thing about neem oil is that instead of being carcinogenic like birth control and having all these negative side effects is that it's really good for you. It's um, actually being sold right now and I will also link this on my Amazon, but it supports skin and immune health and it has a whole bunch of healthy benefits. So this is one of the ones that I would recommend looking into the most. But just for the fun of it, I'm going to name some other ones because we found so many and I was like, you know, women should really be aware of this like this is something that we should have learned and you know that we should know about and we should know that there are other options a lot of other options (laughs) so some of these things are not only contraceptive but they can be toxic if you take too much so again like really do your research like don't just take this for my word or anything, uh, look into it. And some of these things can also cause abortion. But also, if you're trying to get pregnant, you should know that. You should not accidentally consume these things. Yeah, because a lot of these things are things that we do consume in certain foods and stuff Mm -hmm. uh, regularly. So knowing that, you know, if you're wanting to get pregnant, to not to avoid Happy these things. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, and when we were looking into it, there were articles where like one woman was drinking this tea all the time and then she ended up losing her child and unknowingly that it was a contraceptive. So Queen Anne's lace is, it's also referred to as wild carrot. And it says that if you take this for seven days after having unprotected sex, that it will prevent a fertilized egg from implanting. Smartweed, it actually grows in my backyard, uh, is a leaf found all over the world that works like plant byproducts such as rutinin and gallic acid to prevent implantation. Stone seed root, it says the women of the Dakota tribe often use this herb. They preferred it by steeping the root in cold water for several hours and they consume it once a day for six months, uh, actually to create sterility completely. Thistles, they sterilize temporarily and the women of the Quinault Indian nation often boiled thistles in water to create a tea to create temporary sterility. Jack in the pulpit root, um, Hopi women would steep the root in cold water and consume it for months to become sterile. And then there's mugwort. So I believe it was Yale did an entire article on how mugwort can be used as a tea to 
use as a contraceptive as well. Again, look into these things, make sure you're doing it right if you're going to consider it. But it's just good to know, like, because mugwort is a tea that people do consume on a regular basis. And so, again, if you are trying to get pregnant, like, you don't want to accidentally take that. Mm-hmm. Penny Royal can cause you to lose a child as well. Uh, rue, willow, date palm, pomegranate, and wormwood and myrrh. Also, they say that there was a study done on peas. So, It was done on mice, and it says when mice were fed a diet of 20% peas, litter sizes dropped in half. At 30% peas, the mice failed to reproduce at all. So peas can be used as a natural birth control. So if you're trying to get pregnant, maybe don't eat peas. Um, It's the same with ginger, actually. So uh, avoid eating a lot of ginger if you're trying to get pregnant or if you are pregnant. Feverfew, it is a plant, and you can use it as a tea. And a lot of these also regulate menstrual cramps and menses, so that's good to know if you're drinking these teas that they can help you with that pain, their pain relievers, including this feverfew tea. It says it also relieves and treats the aches and pains associated with cold and flu. It's anti-inflammatory, analgesic. It also says it's for colic in babies and young children. Juniper also can be used as a tea. And it can also help with respiratory and mucus problems. Blue cohosh, uh, they use it as a tea. It can have a possible allergic reaction. It can be used to stimulate menstrual fl- flow. It contains two important substances, oxytocin and colosoponin, which causes the uterus to contract. Um, the best time to use blue cohosh is about five days be- before menstruation if you're using it for contraception. Buckwheat can be used to disrupt pregnancy as an emergency contraceptive. So like these are things too. Again, if you are pregnant or trying to get pregnant, definitely avoid these things. It says it contains a compound called rutin, a bioflavonoid, which stimulates adrenaline and prevents implantation. Stone seed root, it's a very powerful natural birth control. They can render a female sterile for long periods of time. The active ingredient is called lithospermic acid. In a low concentration, it acts by suppressing the production of hormones. The use of stone seed root causes a suspension of the estrous cycle and inhibits the secretion of estrogens and androgens. There's an, an American and European herb called angelica, and in China it's called dong koi. It has a powerful action over women's productive system to promote promote menstruation and also to terminate pregnancy. So that can be really dangerous as well. Papaya can be used to prevent pregnancy in women. To benefit from, from papaya as a natural contraceptive, drink a cup of the juice two or three times a day for about four days. You need to also ensure that papaya is consumed immediately after coitus. You also need to stop consuming papaya when you are pregnant. Wow, don't eat papaya when you're pregnant. We should know that. People should know that. Mm -hmm. Dried apricot. That is something that I eat on a regular basis too. You can prevent getting pregnant by boiling a mixture of dried apricot, honey, and water. Besides helping to prevent conception, this mixture also helps to reduce excessive menorrhea. So you can drink that while you're um, having your period and it will help. We also, oh, vitamin C. It's present in many herbal plants and can be used as a temporary contraceptive. It contains ascorbic acid, which inhibits the functioning of progesterone in women. Uh, Also, hibiscus. The properties of the hibiscus flower are varied. It can be used in Ayurvedic treatments and in tea. Some varieties of hibiscus are believed to contain vitamin C, and they may control menstrual cycles and are used as an anti-fertility aid. But pregnant lactating women should avoid all preparations of hibiscus. That is something that people consume on a regular basis too. And then the last one, which I found really interesting, there was a ton of research on this. It's a plant called silphium. plant is related to fennel, and they were taking it in ancient Greece and ancient Egypt, and it actually became more valuable than that of silver because it was used as birth control, and it was so effective and it was used by the wealthy and then they also used it as um in like a spice and herb in cooking because apparently it tasted really good and they said that it was harvested to extinction because people used it so much and now they're finding that it might be growing in turkey so 
I don't know, it's worth noting. It was just really interesting that it was the number one thing that people used in ancient Greece. There's so much research on it. Um, and a lot of our knowledge of medicine came from that period, actually. So I just thought that was pretty interesting. They actually valued it so much that they put it on coins. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. So worth noting. But that said, you know, health is just so important. And I hope that this help somebody <laughs> as always we're going to pull a tarot card for you today we're pulling from the steampunk tarot by barbara moore nine of cups it's funny because this particular one is a woman standing behind a bar with nine glasses of wine and it says best ales wines and spirits <laughs> definitely if you missed our witchy episode this will play into that you know using natural um, remedies and you know homeopathic remedies is a big part of tapping into that witchy side so if you're interested in more of that make sure you check out that episode we're reading out of this tarot book and this is the image that the book shows for the nine of cups like the traditional uh, image for that and it says that the nine of cups is known as the wish fulfilled a feeling of getting all that you want and feeling satisfied it is the card of wishes being granted and you can see the figure in the picture looks very pleased with himself he is content possibly even a little smug about all that he has achieved a word of caution here don't alienate others and create envy as this will only bring feelings of resentment and manipulation upright it says that the nine of cups brings pleasure joy and a feeling of completion to relationships both personally and professionally if you are single and looking for love this may be a sign that someone is about to show up but don't get complacent if all is going well you may see everything you have wished for is beginning to show up at this time this is a time to focus on what you want to indulge in self-love free of guilt reversed in case this resonates with you uh, reversed may mean there's a delay in receiving what you want or it may not come in the way you were expecting you could find the great sacrifices have had to be made in order to get what you want leaving you feeling drained it also reminds you to not get too full of yourself or you could prevent your wishes from coming true i like that it, yeah. it also I want to say that I know that I have talked to a lot of people in person about these things and that because I have been practicing this health for a long time and don't get me wrong I am not perfect everything in moderation I eat a lot of sugar mm -hmm. <laughs> but it is important to focus more on what feels good for you and focus more on the benefits rather than like I hope you don't listen to this episode and think like oh no everything I'm eating is poison and I'm a horrible person like don't don't think that way don't be harsh on yourself be easy with yourself the more you know the more you know you mm -hmm. know and it's it's definitely more important to focus on what does feel good for you yeah I think this sums it up where it says this is a time to focus on you what you want and to indulge in self-love free of guilt mm -hmm. yeah and and you know health is a huge part of self-love mm -hmm. agreed yeah so with that said thank you guys so much for listening uh, we hope you gained some knowledge that is helpful to you and if you want us to expand on anything or a particular topic please let us know uh, we also would love to hear what some of your favorite things are to help you feel your best to help you feel healthy we love you guys so much and we will see you in our next episode thanks for helping raise the frequency love you bye bye